Welcome to Stories of Faith and Hope, the podcast that inspires your faith and gives you reason to hope. I'm your host, Joel Sutherland. Well, today is the day that I'm sure you've been looking forward to for a very long time. We conclude our series on the life of Daniel. It honestly is kind of a bittersweet moment. We began this long time ago, um, a couple of years at least. And uh, I know I've said this before, but I had no idea it would turn into this long of a series. Um, Dr. Henderson had just asked me one day uh, to, um, to come up with something. Uh, we went into the studio to record, and I said, why don't we do something on Daniel chapter 1? And uh, we enjoyed it so much, we decided to keep going and, and continue throughout the life of Daniel. So today, we go to Daniel chapter 12, the very last book in the, um, or the last chapter in the book of Daniel, and we discuss it. I convinced my wife, Chelsea, to join me. And so uh, the two of us discuss Daniel chapter 12 and uh, conclude the life of um, one of the greatest prophets that ever lived, the, uh, the life of Daniel. So here it is, my conversation with Chelsea about Daniel chapter 12. <laughs> So we are going to finish our um, look at the life of Daniel. We are in Daniel chapter 12, and uh, I thought that it would be good, instead of me droning on and on and on about it, to have Chelsea and I discuss it. So we are going to be going to Daniel chapter 12 and verse 1. Now, as you recall, we just finished Daniel chapter 11. Uh, We had a two-part series on that. And it was a lot of stuff, especially at the end, that hasn't yet been fulfilled. And so today we're going to pick up with that with a little bit more of a prophecy that has not been fulfilled. And uh, we're going to read, as usual, from the clear word paraphrase. And Chelsea, if you want to read, um, let's go ahead and just read the first four verses of Daniel chapter 12. All right, sounds good. So it's titled, the beginning of the chapter is titled, The Time of the End. First one says, Gabriel continued, At that time, Michael, the great prince who protects God's people, will finish his work in heaven and bring all things to an end. But before he comes, there will be a time of trouble, such as there never has been since there were first, na- since there first were nations, even up to that time. That's when God's people will be delivered, everyone whose name is written in his book. Many who sleep in their graves will be resurrected to see his coming, some to everlasting life, but some to shame and everlasting contempt. Those who understood and acted wisely will shine as the brightness of the firmament, and those who led many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. You need to stop writing now, Daniel, and roll up the scroll. What is written will be sealed and will not be fully understood until the time of the end when many will open the scroll, and interest in the prophecies will increase. There will also be great advances in knowledge, and many people will travel back and forth all over the world. All right, so this is the end of the prophecy that began um, in really the, uh, well, obviously chapter 11. Um, but we've been kind of in this uh, in this zone where you know Daniel's been talking with the angel um, since chapter eight. Uh, we had a you know in chapter nine there was a little break. He prayed and the angel came back to describe what he had said in Daniel eight. Um, 
and then Daniel 10, we finally have this final vision. And so 10, 11, and 12, these four verses kind of finish that, um, that thought, that vision. And so we talked about how the news from the east and the north that talks about Jesus who's coming back uh, from the east, that was at the end of chapter 11. And at this time, verse 1 of chapter 12 says, At that time Michael shall stand up, the great prince who stands watch over the sons of your people, and there will be a time of trouble. Now, this is obviously happening just about the time that Jesus is coming back. This isn't the time of trouble. This is the 1260-year time of persecution uh, that we've talked about several times throughout the book of Daniel. But this one is specifically a time of trouble just prior to the second coming of Christ. Um, But at that time, God's people will be delivered. Mm -hmm. What a great promise. I love that wording in there. That's when God's people will be delivered. Everyone whose name is written in his book. Hmm. It's comforting to know that even in the midst of that trial, you know, right now in life, when there are hard times, we can't see the end. We don't know what the outcome is going to be. And, and during this time, we we don't know what the exact situations will be during the time of trouble. We don't know what each of us will experience or the hardships that we'll be through that we'll be going through, but we know how it ends. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty awesome because it's kind of scary reading through all these prophecies and and thinking about, you know, what what are these troubles sometimes going to be, but we don't have to be afraid. Yeah. And I love the promise in verse two as well about uh, also at that time as Jesus is coming back, all those that sleep in the dust will awake. Mm-hmm. All the dead will be resurrected. And uh, some obviously to everlasting life, some to, to shame and everlasting contempt. Um, those are the two resurrections that Jesus talked about when um, he said there's the resurrection of life and the resurrection of damnation. Mm-hmm. And um, the resurrection of life is so exciting because in First Thessalonians uh, 4, it says that, um, that the dead in Christ will rise first, and mm-hmm. then we which are alive and remain will be caught up together with them. Mm-hmm. And so those are beautiful promises. Um, if we've lost people, that uh, that we will see them again yes. very soon. So true, so true. And and then that that promise in verse three, mm-hmm. talking about the those who are wise will shine uh, like the brightness of the firmament, and those who turn many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Yes. Um, so as we spend for eternity in heaven, those of us who have helped um, turn people to righteousness, to have helped share the gospel. Um, there's a reward for us in heaven. Yes. Now, I have a question about that that third verse there, um, that it says, those who understood. What do you think it's being talked about? What is the angel saying about who, what did they understand? Probably, um, well, that's a good question, because my New King, Tran- New King James translation just says those who are wise. Mm. Um, but probably there's, with that wisdom, there is an understanding of both you know, prophecies, those who know what's happening, what's going on, who are aware mm. of their place in history, as well as just an understanding of who God is and, and God's love for him. Yes. And, I, and the wonderful thing about this, too, is, again, piecing... The Bible is a puzzle, really. All the pieces fit together. And they the only way for the Bible to really be explained or understood, you have to fit all these pieces mm. together. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we're told in many other places that, you know, reading the Word, the Word gives wisdom. The Word is what helps you to live a wise life. And so those... Who read? Who read and live by the word? Those mm. are the are the people that act wisely, mm. that understand, and those who 
who led others to righteousness, meaning those that we were able to witness to, that we were able to talk to, that will be stars forever and ever. They'll be mm-hmm. light. Um, and that's such an exciting thought. That is a really good point. I'll go ahead and read through verse 7. So 5, 6, and 7. All right. Verse 5. The scene changed, and as I looked... I saw two beings standing by the Tigris River, one on this side and one on the other side. Then I saw one dressed in white linen, standing above the waters, and the one who helped me understand the prophecies asked him, How long will it be before all these things end? He raised both his right hand and his left hand toward heaven, and took an oath to the one who lives forever and ever that these things would only be allowed to continue for a time, times, and half a time. The power of the one who tries to crush God's holy people will be broken, and all things will come to a close. Wow. So there we have that time period again that we've seen several times throughout the book of Daniel, a time, times, and half a time, 1,260 days, um, three and a half years. It's, it's stated several different ways. Um, this is talking about that 1,260-year time period between 538 A.D. and 1798 um, that was uh, persecution uh, by the church. Um, and and that's at the end of that, 1798, as well as 1844, kind of this range, because 1844 is the end of the 2300-day prophecy we looked at in Daniel chapter 8, verse 14. Um Basically, that that range there is known as the beginning of the time of the end. And so, for anywhere from mm-hmm. 1798 to 1844 and beyond, we're now living in the time of the end. And mm-hmm. so, that's why the angel reiterates here, it'll only last until the end of that time period. Mm-hmm. And then the time of the end is here. Jesus could come at any time from then on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we are living literally in borrowed time because mm-hmm. we never know when, when the end will come. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good reminder because... For many people, um, the conversation of God's second, of Jesus' second coming, it almost seems, um, dare I say it, an old conversation, something that, that we talk about a lot that sometimes we don't really think about, that because we've heard it so much, it's just part of conversation. It's not something that really affects me, mm. quote unquote. But reading this makes it very real that... Yes, indeed. Sometimes we can feel that it's a long time and it may not happen in our lifetime, and, and perhaps it won't. But that doesn't, ex- or give us the, or rather, shouldn't give us the feeling of well, we, it doesn't. It's not really our job to worry about it. Hmm. And and no, not worry in the way of being scared, but but enough that it's on our minds that we study it, hmm. that we look at the scriptures, at what they say, so that we're in, so that we're. Are um, we have knowledge of it, mm. and um, and I think that re- here reading the words of the angel. I mean, this is somebody who lives in heaven. This is somebody who is in contact with with God. You know, mm. it's somebody who is bringing bringing Daniel word from the mouth of the horse type of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's it's true and it stands forever. And it's um, and it's important that we read mm. about it. It is. And talking about that, that kind of leads into the next two verses. Uh, Read verses 8 and 9. So it says, I knew this meant three and a half prophetic years, with each day representing a year, but I hadn't understood, but, I'm I'm excusing, um, each day representing a year, 
but I didn't understand how everything I had seen would fit together. So I asked, Sir, what will happen after all these things take place? He said, Daniel, these things are closed up and sealed until the beginning of the time of the end. At that time, many people will purify their lives and take their stand on the side of truth. The wicked will continue to be wicked and won't understand these things, but those who are wise will study and know that the end is near. So this is an interesting part because it talks about how these words were sealed up. The book of Daniel was sealed until the time of the end. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think we talked a little bit when we were talking about the 2300-year prophecy in Daniel chapter 8, Uh, We talked a little bit about William Miller, who in the early 1800s, during that beginning of the time of the end, um, started studying the Bible, and he discovered the time prophecy in Daniel 8.14 about the sanctuary being cleansed in 2,300 years. And uh, slowly after that, Daniel started becoming understood. And so... Um, it it is interesting as you look back at history how it really was sealed for all that mm. time and just within the last couple hundred years it started being opened mm. and we still don't understand all of it as, as we found at the end of chapter 11 and as we'll get into in the next verse we don't really know what the next verse means either right. um, but Daniel has been unsealed and is, is um, people are able to understand more and more of it mm-hmm. as we get closer to Christ's second coming mm-hmm. Shall I keep reading? Yes. Read to the end. All right. So this will be verses 11 through 13. From the time when the abomination of desolation, which suppresses the truth of the daily ministry in heaven, was first set up until the time of the end begins, will be 1,290 prophetic days. Blessed are those who wait for the events beginning with the end of of the 1,335 prophetic days. Go about your work. Soon you'll go to your rest, but what you have written will help God's people during the time of the end. When the Lord returns, you'll be resurrected and will receive your reward. Hmm. So again, those next to last two verses talk Mm. about two more time periods, 1,290 days and 1,335. There's a lot of of debate about what that means. Um, But the 1,290, it gives a starting point, the abomination of desolation, but there's a lot of debate about what that is. Mm. And then um, the 1,335 doesn't give any kind of starting point or ending point. So Mm -hmm. um, we really don't understand a lot about that. But that kind of brings up the purpose of prophecy, which I've mentioned before, which is not necessarily to tell us what's happening, but after it happens to look back and see that God predicted it. Mm -hmm. And so these probably have not been fulfilled yet. Mm -hmm. And so we are, eventually we'll be able to look back and say, oh, wow, God did predict that, Mm -hmm. just as we've looked at the rest of the book of Daniel and and been able to see that. Yes, yes, it's incredible. What a promise to Daniel too, Um, just the, the reiteration that Daniel did, he he did what God called him to do, yeah. and that's exciting. And and the same story for us. We're all in our uh, a certain place where God can use you to to affect perhaps eternity, um, and that's exciting. And I pray the same for all those who are listening that you will know the value that that God has placed upon you to do His work, and that no one is too small or insignificant or or perhaps doesn't have a name out there. You, you mean something to God, and He wants to use you in powerful ways. Amen. And that's the, the end of the story of Daniel. I mean, we've spent a lot of time on this story, but looking back at you know a, a guy who was 
captured from Israel, taken to Babylon when he was young, um, purposed in his heart to remain faithful to God, uh, ended up becoming 10 times wiser than the wise men of Babylon and spending the next 70 years, really, uh, 75, 80 years in the courts of kings, both in Babylon and Medo-Persia. And then finally ending with this promise that you would, you know, the angel said, now go your way till the end for you will rest and will arise to your inheritance at the end of the days. May that promise be said of each one of us as well. And there you have it, the end of our series on the life of Daniel. Such an inspiring story, an inspiring man, and I just hope that each one of us could hear those words, that we could go and rest, and that we will be called, we will stand up at the end of the days. Such a beautiful promise. Well, that about does it for today. Uh, make sure you subscribed on whatever platform you're listening to this on. Give us a good review if you don't mind. Five stars is wonderful. Um, you can find us on the web at faithandhoperadio.com. You can find links there to our uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, wherever we are. Um, we are also on Facebook and Instagram at Faith and Hope Radio. Uh, music was provided by Dexter Britton under the Creative Commons license. Hope you have a wonderful day. God bless each and every one of you. And until next week, have faith and hope.